Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another part of a wonderful, wonderful letter for you. Hi, everybody. Oh, my gosh. There's so many millions, if not billions of people here in the garden today with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're from nations all over the world, especially one right now. Mm -hmm. And there's many people here also from other nations coming with tears in their eyes, pleading with the light, the God of the cross. They need his help. One president brought his entire nation to me, to Pastor Deborah, to be their spiritual mother. I sent forth my legions of angels to help. <clears throat> A lot of people are wondering what's going on. Another leader has changed before the world's eyes. He's not the same, they say. What's going on? People don't realize we are in a spiritual warfare time. Forces, things, not of the love and the cross, have risen up. And they have taken over. And they are going after something they want. I can't stand of losing something that was theirs. They have arisen out of the darkness. And that is what you're dealing with. <clears throat> forces beyond your eyesight. Forces beyond the normal world that are at work. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it is tried to stay down. But it was called forth by its mighty king and ruler. To come up and conquer. It's not afraid of the world. It's not afraid of sanctions. It's not afraid of what anybody says or does. Except the God of the cross. Don't worry, little ones. He hears the prayers. And he is at work. And no matter what happens. How it ends up. You stay steady with him, no matter what. This is, the battle belongs to him, but you must fight also. You must stand in your heart strong. And a nation is doing that in other nations. <clears throat> and those people who've been on the sidelines of spiritual warfare, they're coming to their knees now. Many of their prayers will not be heard. Because they are creatures of the flesh, religion, division. Many don't care. It doesn't fit their political agenda. But this God of the cross, the God that I would God be love, is at work. Many people aren't on his side. They don't care about him. They really don't care about other nations' agendas. Or the word freedom. Mm -hmm. They are still trying to control maybe you or your nation with mask. Even if you got to go to a nuclear bunker, I just heard. 
wear your mask. I think we are a little beyond COVID here. But some people are still stuck there. But this God is at work. May not turn out the way that your heart would desire it to turn out. But as long as you are with him, no matter what, and you are praying for peace, and you are seeking his son, Christ Jesus, no matter how it goes, death does come to all of us. That is true. And death will come to many of all ages, on all sides. Be about that so that their forever person can find their way through the cross and up to a kingdom called heaven. So I'm sorry about that. That's on the world's minds right now. And I wanted to address that. Now we're going to start another part of my dear spiritual child letter from me. Agape love himself. Remember, this is the letter that was dictated to me, spoken to me, right out of the realm of the kingdom of heaven, right from the heart of the cross itself, from Christ Jesus, because he's the word. Through the Holy Spirit, he's the power from the Father's heart himself. Yeah. You got to get to know all three of them. They're sort of three and one, but they're one, but they're three. It's a lot to learn. You don't pray to saints. You don't pray to mothers. You don't pray to anybody else. When you listen to Christ Jesus, that young man that went to a cross, he prayed only to his father. And he used that term, father, because that's the relationship he was in. He was saying that God of the kingdom of heaven, is my father, my source. I am directly from him. I am his image and his likeness. A lot of people did not know this God to be their father. They knew he was God, but they didn't even respect that. They didn't obey him. They got way off. So let's get into part number 23 of Agape Love, the greatest gift of the dear spiritual child letter from agape love himself we're going to pick up right where we left off from part 22 and we were working through what god himself was speaking to you about himself because you got to learn to know him so let's pray first dear heavenly father we thank you that you are at work even now when we can't see it And we don't understand it. Father, we thank you that you have brought millions, if not billions of people to your garden, to your presence, even now. Even when bombs and guns and war is going on. Beyond their understanding. They're doing what they can do, Father, to help. Many don't know what to do. They're not in politics or leadership. But they march and protest. In unity with those under fire. We know, Father, you will send many of them undercover to go and fight. Father, you will send soldiers out of the realm of the kingdom of heaven to fight. Sometimes that only takes one. 
Father, be about your work. Your people need you. The children need you. The old ones need you. Nature and animals need you. Father, help them to not let go of you no matter what. To be on the side of freedom, not slavery. The side of right to choose, not captivity. Father, help the one who has changed before our very eyes. Bring him back to his sanity, Father. Bind up the enemy that's working through him. Destroy and bind the plans of the spiritual enemy of freedom and of you. But help us right now, Lord, to learn more about you. So we can call on you. We can believe in you. And at the point of death, we come to your arms. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, we're going to start. We were talking about agape love. He was writing a letter to us, but I want to introduce you again to one of the wonderful, wonderful teddy bears that I use to send and talk to. Sometimes it makes us feel better to know that we're loved by creatures. Now, this teddy is not real. It's just a stuffed animal, but I have them all over my house. I mean, not everywhere. But they help me to see you. They help me to see the preciousness of your spirit. Mm -hmm. So I can talk to you. So welcome. And let's see Teddy. Here is Teddy. Say hi, Teddy. See, he carries a heart of love. From agape love to you. He's the love, Teddy. We hear a lot about love. But that's the sexual, earthly kind. Or the kind between a soul and another soul. But this is spiritual love. Beyond space and time. Gleaming out, as you can see from the cross, from somewhere over the rainbow. Somewhere beyond the stars. Out, maybe in the deep galaxies. But I don't think our telescopes will ever see hearts coming through the, them. This is a love that touches your spirit beyond the rainbows. Mm-hmm. We weigh somewhere over the rainbow on this one. Mm-hmm. We're in another realm. So welcome, Teddy, to the Dear Spiritual Child Letter. And help us. To understand him. We're beginning part number 23. Now remember. We're using a motion video. By Pixabay. Thank you Pixabay. You're a wonderful ministry. This was free. And we're recording on Zoom Pro. That wasn't free. That cost me a little money. And we're recording in my living room. Without a green screen. So you'll see strange things. My hand will disappear. Strange things will happen around my hair. Because I don't use a green screen. And I may not be the clearest in pictures. But thank you for coming. And being with me. And all these others. Here in the garden. They're still coming in. I can see flowers. Creatures. All of you. Help them find a seat. 
So let's pick up in part number 23. We were talking about agape love. And this was dictated to me from God himself, the very author and finisher of the cross, the very heart that sends out his own heart and his light. Agape love will spiritually sustain and nourish and deliver, heal, comfort, grow, and guide your spiritual heart of your spirit. Now, you have another heart. It's called the soul. Yeah. The heart means the most innermost important part. That's right. And the heart of your soul. Agape love will never spiritually forsake you. You become, as you go through the cross, as you believe on it, the sacrifice of Christ Jesus, you become a spiritual child of the Father through his Son, by believing his Son is the Son of the living God. The very image and likeness, the Word made flesh. Not only do you have to believe he went to the cross, but he rose up from the dead. He walked out of the tomb. You go find those Roman soldiers. They saw him, but they got paid to lie to us. They said his followers came and took his body because his earthly body was no longer in the tomb. But a precious young lady who was hanging around named Mary, crying at the tomb. She loved him. She loved him, and she missed him. The men weren't there. They were hiding in fear. You tell me who's more got more courage. And he showed up to her as the gardener. He was in disguise. He had not yet risen, gone up to heaven yet. But he was there. And he spoke to Mary. He said, go and tell your brothers. I am he that was dead. I am he that is now arisen. But don't touch me right yet. I haven't yet ascended. He was on his way up. And he stopped by to see Mary. Because Mary's love was different than the boys. But it wasn't a sexual love from Mary. It was a deep love. She had been a prostitute. And he was the first man that never treated her or wanted her for sex. She was a beloved child, sister, and yet she was always on the outskirts, the outer lines of these men, these disciples. They didn't really believe. They were more fearful. Mary was strong. Mm -hmm. So she ran back and told them, and they didn't believe her. They thought she was crazy, nuts. Because why would he show up to her? She was just a woman. She wasn't anything. Even back then, women were not believed to be anything. But maybe, maybe making machines, slaves to be cooks and make the bread. But they weren't honored with dignity and respect. 
But God did that through his son with Mary. Mary realized that this Christ Jesus did not treat her like the other disciples did. She wasn't even listed as one of the 12 disciples. But she followed him everywhere. I watched a movie about Jesus Christ. And when she was introduced by her, by Jesus's mother to Jesus, Jesus's mother said, this is Mary, a prostitute. And Jesus said, she was. Soon as you come and your heart, no matter how far off you are, starts believing in him, you are no longer what you were. You are no longer what you did. The change is occurring. Love is at work. He never looked at her as a prostitute, a victim. Oh, he knew her story. And it wasn't pretty. He loved her with a love she had never known. A love that asked nothing from her. It only wanted to give to her healing from her past, healing from her own ideas about herself, deliverance from a way of life that was not respected. But first, he started by just loving her, saying, you are no longer what you were. Her clothes slowly started changing. She listened. She didn't ask a lot of questions. She followed From a distance, she really wasn't welcome into the inner circle with the men disciples. But she was changing. And so God honored her for her love and following his son at the grave, at the tomb, by meeting him. So she would believe and could tell the good news that he had arisen out of death. Mm -hmm. the men didn't believe her but they ran to the tomb and they didn't see the body there Mm -hmm. the Roman soldiers that saw him even though they lied it troubled them and they all believed also and they're in heaven but guess who paid off the Roman soldiers to lie about this resurrection the religious leaders of the synagogue we have religious leaders today that don't want you to see and believe the truth they want to keep this christ jesus not from being risen but still on the cross still in the tomb not the true son of god got to be careful with those religious leaders that's right So let's get back to agape love. So the father continues to write to me, Pastor Deborah, about himself. And he says that agape love will never spiritually forsake you. His spiritual children. For his agape love is the only way to be healed and delivered. Not the mental health way. Not the way of medicine. But him, but he doesn't deliver us like we think he should. 
Sometimes he doesn't heal us the way we think he should. But we should still be giving him thanks and glory and praise for our healing. Our healing may come upon our earthly death. Mm -hmm. Some of us have to bear many burdens. But we still give him thanks. Agape love he's teaching us is the only way. The only answer you'll ever need. The only kind of love that your spirit needs and your soul. Agape love is the alpha, the beginning, and the omega, the end. Mm-hmm. Agape love is the price that the heavenly father and his son paid for you. Agape love is the victor, even in war, maybe a nuclear war. Maybe conventional war. Agape love will win. Your spirit upon death will ascend through the cross right to the very heart of agape love. This victory is not what we would expect. It may not ever be seen in the natural world. He's looking for the spirit. For you to believe in him. Allow him to touch you. Even in your fears. You're hiding. Being abused. Threatened. He's there with you. Oh you might not know it. But he helps you escape. Even if you physically can't. He makes a way of escape for you. Maybe he helps you create multiple personalities. Out-of-body experiences. Maybe he hides your memories. Never to come again. And if you ask him, sometimes he'll take you right out of your body and on into the kingdom. And you never return to earth again. Everybody's different. Because everybody has a purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. But you need your earthly body. So like if you're in the womb and your earthly body is being dissolved, washed out, cut apart, you have to leave. You will get a new body and you'll come back to a new earth. But that will never happen to you or any other babies again. Agape love, he says, is the spiritual Conqueror over the spiritual enemy of love. That's death. Hell in the grave. Fear and torment and vexation. Slavery. Captivity. Copy love. Is the spiritual conqueror. Over all of that. Copy love is the deliverer. Copy love is the healer. God beloved is spiritually rich and full of new and unending mercies. The God beloved is full of spiritual light, truth. Each heart, each ray of light is filled with love, joy, and peace. Mercy brings his covenant, his everlasting agreement with you. 
joy and love. No matter where you go. Copy love, he says, is me. The heavenly father. The great I am. The judge of the universe. The God of creation. Mm -hmm. Your spiritual heavenly father. A lot of people believe in a God. But not God as their father. The kings know. The leaders. All of them. Yeah, all the ones that that you know in the world, right? They know. They're to have a God as a father. Some have a goddess. Some have earthly prophets. Or some that call themselves fathers. As their God. And they're serving another. They might be serving a political party that has an animal as a representative. So they're serving that animal. They might have a secret society God. that they, Some of them, they do. And they serve that, that organization. Mm-hmm. Got to look deep. So agape love is your spiritual heavenly father. But you got to learn that. It's it's hard to learn that this God of the cross, the God of Christ Jesus, wants to be your spiritual father. He wants to birth you again, be your source of a new life from which you are. It's hard to imagine that. But you got to die and then be reborn. That through death of a cross, you'll come alive. It seems strange, but that was the victory. Life. From death. Through him and with him. Agape love spiritually forgave all of humanity. Long, long ago. From a cross. And even before that time. When a young man, his son said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. And then the father said. It is finished. The judgment was carried out. The judge decreed the punishment has been dealt to humanity Uh, through this one young man. The law is satisfied. It is finished. Before the beginning of time, Dapi Love went to a cross. The son volunteered to be crucified, to take your place because of his great love for his father and his father's love for you, each and every human throughout all the ages of time. Agape love went the great distance for you. It spiritually finished its race. Built a bridge you could walk on. Through, come to, and you would be reconciled, redeemed back to the Father. And then you would be birthed anew, filled with his agape love. Life would come from death. So be encouraged. 
Copy love is so much more than you ever know. Copy love spiritually ran its race, its marathon. And it wasn't even finished on the cross. It had to go to hell for you. Be punished with all the sin of the world on it and in it. But at the appointed time, the sin was gone. There he was. The son of the living God in all of its glory, pure and holy. And it walked up to the keeper of the keys of hell, death, and grave. Satan himself in hell. The spiritual place under the earth, below and beneath. So you were given those in the day of your creation to protect the very presence of God of anything that has sin in it. These humans no longer are filled with sin. The judgment has been completed and victorious is now here. Victory has won. They are forgiven. I take the keys back from you. It's sort of like if you are in a family and you're a royal family of a nation And one of your kids, who had great titles and uh, had a lot of what they call patronages, or they were uh, over something uh, in the nation, and the monarch, king or queen, takes back from you what was given to you. Because you have... Embarrassed it, abused it, broken the law. You are no longer of royal descent. You might have the DNA and the blood, but you're no longer a part of this respected institution. And the king or queen will take back from you your titles, your keys of authority. Mm -hmm. And that's what this young man did down in hell. He got the keys to hell, death, and the grave. And then he walked out and said, Pastor Deborah, all my children now, I give you the keys. You're responsible now. To hell, death, and the grave. It's a great responsibility to carry those keys. My job is to help you to get back into his presence. Did you know I was asked to pray and petition and put a cross, this cross, Right at the entrance of hell itself. With love coming out. An angel on the side with a cup of cool water. So as you descend at your earthly death. To hell. Because you don't believe yet. You haven't met him. You don't believe in him as the son of the living God. You might believe in him as a prophet, a teacher. Just a human. My job is to help you. To believe. So the cross is there. He is there. Providing you. With his mercy. And a cup of cool water. To ponder while you. Look and hear him. Talking to you. Before you enter into hell. That's what the power. The keys and the authority. Have given me. My job is to help you. Not to go to hell. To try to keep the hell locked away from you. 
get you saved before. But if we don't get to you, that cross will be right there at the entry. Agape love finished its race. And it's still there at the victory line waiting to meet you. It spiritually crossed the finish line and said, it's done. It's finished for all of humanity, for all of time. And I want to stop right here in this part and let you ponder and think. Many of you here in the garden have not yet drunk from the cup of cool water, have not yet placed your faith in the cross. You haven't quite met him yet, but he's even here in the garden this morning, today. He's over there, that light by the mountain. You go and visit him. See, a lot of you are questioning, is he real? Did this really happen? Because your religion told you he was a man, a prophet, a teacher. And he died. And that was the end of him. And he was not the son of this God. Because this God, you've been told, has no children. And you'll never be one of his. You're just to be a servant in the house of your God. Just obey blindly. If not, Bad things happen to you. But that's not this God. When the cross came, the judgment was paid. Light came out. Love and life came from death. A lot of people don't understand. Death is a victory. I'm going to lose this earthly body. But I'll get a new one. All of you leave your body. You know that. And one day, your earthly body, that's a mess. Connected to your soul that's not yet transformed and renewed is a mess. A lot of you got evil, wicked things in you that need to be cast out. Got evil, wicked thoughts and concepts and beliefs of your soul. And you are serving another God. You may not know. You might be serving ancestors. You might be serving Gods that look like animals or rocks or gods that look like devils, demons or gods that look like energies, forces or gods that look like humans. Mm -hmm. But not this God. He's pure light and he wants to give you his agape love to drink in, feed on. Be nourished by spiritually. So I want to end here and offer you the beginning. You need a Hebrews 4.12. That's a spiritual circumcision out of the darkness and captivity of your soul. That's your helpmate. That was supposed to be helping you spiritually to reflect him out through your physical body. But that pattern got all messed up. Now your soul has been the king, the ruler, and you, the little spirit one. You have been a slave, just the tail. And your soul is the king, and it's ugly. 
nasty, evil, wicked. And it's made in the image and the likeness of its father, Satan, the very adversary of the cross of love. You know who put Christ Jesus there? Religious people who were threatened by this young man. The Romans didn't do it. They were just the instrument of death. But it was the religious leaders, and they are still your enemy. They don't want you to stay away from their buildings. They want you to follow their rituals. Maybe it's a month of prayer and fasting. Come to their church. You notice they use their church. Become a part of their ministry. I mean God's ministry. The church is his whole body of believers. We're political ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. Nothing religious about that. But religion is of the soul. It's replaced spirituality. And it'll enslave you, keep you ignorant. Pastor Deborah knows I was in religion most of my life. Their words were dead. Did you know Satan can quote scripture to you? Doesn't mean just because you talk about scripture, say the words, that there's any kind of anointing in it. Only the Holy Spirit can anoint the words. Not they're dead. Religion has made the word dead. That's right. Many of them are followers of another besides Christ Jesus. Maybe they follow Paul or an apostle or a prophet. Some of them don't even believe in the New Testament. They're still back in the Old Testament. Some of them don't believe in this spiritual stuff. Pastor Deborah's been told, I'm too heavenly minded to be any earthly good. Spirituality to help with mental health problems. Mental health problems are a biological disease of the body and the mind. Only licensed and trained medical people can help people. Pastors stay out of the way. And I wouldn't want most pastors involved. They have had no training in anything. Their words are dead. They think feeding the community with Free food is helping them. That's only helping the biological body that's going to die. I wouldn't want them. I tell some, I wouldn't want you in a deliverance session trying to cast out a devil you don't even believe in, that Christians can have them. They can. We all have open doors. Oh, religion is an enemy. Of the true and living agape love. Mm -hmm. So you be encouraged. Father, help them to have a Hebrews 4.12. If that's their heart's desires. If they desire to be a new creature in you. Redeemed. Brought out of the slavery of the soul. Make it happen. Start feeding them with your agape love. Your truth and light. Help them to have the experience. To walk to the cross, get on it themselves, and allow themselves to be placed in your son, Christ Jesus, and go through death and resurrection. You did it for me. 
You're not a respecter of persons. Help them to be redeemed, born again, anew, a child of light, feeding off of being nourished by your agape love. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, that ends this part. I'll see you again next week. Bye.